there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Local Influencers Podcast. I'm your host, Abel, and on today's podcast, I have a special guest with me, Therese from Posh and Posey. Therese, thank you so much for being here today. Hi, thank you guys so much for having me. For sure. So, Posh and Posey, guys, just in case you all are not aware, um, they are a modern balloon styling kind of like I would say you also looks like you do like a lot of um, like you also offer like backdrops and kind of work with like you do special events and mm-hmm. I know you have like a brick and mortar store from if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, we do. So um, just all around, you have to follow Pasha Pose on Instagram. First things like the the second you guys go look at it, her Instagram or the business Instagram, you're going to be like, okay, I need this in my life. So Therese, (laughs) let's start with the very beginning. How did you come up with the idea uh, of doing this type of business? So at the very, very beginning, um, we were called Posh and Posy Papery, and we specialized in paper flowers. So um, I really, and we've, I've always been a crafter. So we, I've always enjoyed like making, you know, different things. Um, and with the paper flowers, I feel like we really found a niche because at that at that time they were they were pretty trendy, so everybody wanted them for like baby showers and stuff. Um, but they took so long to make, so we started renting them out. So we would put them up as um, as a backdrop for your wedding or baby shower, your party, and then we would come back and pick them up. So we ended up having like huge storages, like just full of tons of paper flowers. Um, And then we just kind of followed the trend into balloons and um, decided that we wanted to get a brick and mortar. So, but when we got the brick and mortar, um, it was, it's so, it's really big. So we have a lot of space to do, to do other things too. Um, And I feel like it's taken us a little while to kind of figure out who we are, like as a brand and kind of settle into a party brand. Um, but yeah, so now we do um, all kinds of balloon styling, any anything balloon related, helium balloon bouquets, all that kind of stuff. And then we have a party shop um, in our brick and mortar. We have a bunch of party supplies <clears throat> and um, gifts, like quirky gifts, stuff like that. And we also have photo rooms. So we decorate them seasonally and you guys can come in and take pictures. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. I definitely need to go by and check that out. Um, so how did you come up with the name Posh and Posey? How did you come up with that? You know what? A lot of people ask me that and I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't remember. Um, I knew that I liked the term papery. I think it's a French word. I think it's a French word for like stationary or something. Okay. But I liked that. I liked, thought that word was cute. So I basically was just trying to find two other words that started with P. And so I just came up with Posh and Posey. But I didn't want it to be Posey like the flower. So I just went with P-O-S-Y. And it is an actual word. It actually means like a group of flowers or a bouquet or something like that. That is so cool. Like, uh, and it sounds just so like elegant too. It's like it's funny that you didn't like intentionally come up with that, right? No. Like, but it just sounds like you. It sounds like something that you would have thought like intent, like come with. Like intent. we intended it. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Like, but and a lot of people ask me that. 
Yeah, the name just sounds so elegant. You're like, yeah, I meant to do that. Uh. Right? You're like, oh, that was totally on purpose. <laughs> so how long have you been doing this? I know you said that you started with the paper flowers and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. How long did like how long ago did you start? And then how long ago did you get into like the balloon kind of thing? So we started with paper flowers in uh, May of 2017. Okay. Our actual anniversary, like the first day that we ever posted on Instagram was Cinco de Mayo. Oh, cool. Yeah. So um, we like to try to celebrate um, every Cinco de Mayo. But yeah, mm -hmm. that's our anniversary. So we'll be coming up this coming May. It'll be five years. That's awesome. Um, and then getting into the balloon thing, how long from when you started um, with the paper flowers to balloons? Um, how, we kind of started... Yeah, we started balloons pretty quickly, like within the next year. So by 2018, okay. we were already putting up balloons because people were requesting them. So we just started learning, basically. It's been a long learning curve with balloons because they're kind of tricky. Um, <laughs> they can be kind of finicky, but we've gotten a lot of experience and we've learned, you know, which brands we like and stuff. So our next step is going to be launching DIY kits and start uh, doing tutorials. That is awesome. I love that. I was going to ask you and get into that. Like balloons freak me out. I think <laughs> they are so pretty, especially like um, the designs that you put together and your team put together. I think they are so pretty, but they freak me out because I'm like at <laughs> any moment, this thing can explode and freak me out in public. So I, I, <laughs> you say it took you a little bit of a learning curve. Did you experience any of that like uh, madness? Like you're like, if, especially with like oh helium God. balloons. And yes, <laughs> especially with helium. Helium is so tricky. It, it can be so tricky, but yes, I've had um like trying to learn how to attach vinyl onto the balloons and like pull the sticky off without oh, popping gosh. the balloon I think I wasted like a whole at least half of the helium tank just trying to get trying to like find the right tools and the right you know the right stuff but yes I've had a big old balloon just pop right in my face and it does hurt <laughs> that is like I don't know why as a grown adult that freaks me <laughs> out like it is scary. Like, Every single time you hear like the loud pop, like you still get a. <laughs> it was so embarrassing because at work uh, a few weeks ago, we were doing seasonal hiring. We had a job fair and we had balloons and inside the mall, we like uh, did balloons or whatever. And as we're sitting up, like a couple like the balloons pop and it's like extremely loud and it echoes like in the food court. And so oh my every... gosh. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. And I was like, oh my God. Because everybody hit the floor. <laughs> no, everybody just kind of like looked. Everybody's just like, okay. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is not a good sign, y'all. Because if that if I heard that as a shopper, I'd be running. But uh, for real, <laughs> especially like nowadays, right? Yeah, and so, uh, Pasha poses like the things that you do. What are some of the type of events? What would you say is the most popular event that you all get booked for? I know, uh, I see that you've done things for like um you know obviously the weddings birthdays and then also for businesses as well what would you say is like your most common um booking um we do do a lot of corporate events um I'm really bad about posting on Instagram I have so much work I haven't posted but um we do a lot of corporate events we do tons of showers baby showers bridal showers um 
tons of bachelorette parties, which are super fun. They're usually in in uh, in four days. Um, we do a lot of work for Cinnamon Shore. Um, so just awesome. like whatever events that they have out there, and people that rent um people that rent those houses, they rent them when they're having you know parties or whatever. So we go in and set up before they get there. Um, just all kinds of events, really. And we also do um, we don't do full events styling so like you can't rent tables and chairs and linens and centerpieces and all of that stuff so we focus on your backdrop okay yeah we focus on the backdrop um and so we have all kinds of backdrop walls shimmer walls flower walls um if there's something specific that they want we usually try to make it happen so cool and you're team i imagine when you started this it was maybe was it just you doing it at first and mm-hmm. how how has that evolved over time and how did you teach if you have a team how did you teach this because like you said it took you a long time to catch on to it right yeah. so how did how do you go about doing that um once i caught on i kind of developed a like a a style you know so then i'm able to to teach that to our team um but our team is still pretty much my family so uh, my mom is my official business partner, and then we have a one of her sisters, my aunt. She helps us out a lot, and then um, my fiance, and sometimes I force my brother <laughs> when we have a lot to deliver. <laughs> so, it's so it's still very much family family oriented. But we are looking to hire um, could be part of our family, but we are looking to hire for the holidays um, somebody to come out with us to installs but also somebody to be at the shop every day so that we can have regular store hours that's cool and i'm looking at your website right now i love the website it's like uh it's i just i'm like a web design geek like a nerd so i love good instagrams and i love good websites and um i i love your website thank you uh gerald gerald flores from um taco gear created our website oh that's awesome yeah it looks so cool mm-hmm. and then i see the flower wall that you're talking about it's like one of the main backdrops on your website uh yeah. that is so neat <laughs> i had i had heard of them i just wasn't familiar with them but yeah. I, I do we need to do we really need to do a better job of like advertising um but our website is pretty much focused around our photo rooms um but this coming holiday season we're gonna link all of our items on there for sale and also they'll also be able to order balloons from our website so we're just we're a work in progress (laughs) always trying to you know keep it going so what would you say is the we talked about kind of the struggle like obviously learning how to deal with the balloons and learning how to arrange them with the you know that you said the velcro or the vinyl or whatever and um so Mm -hmm. What would you say is one of like the funnest aspects of it and like the the thing that you look forward to the most when you're doing a setup or a corporate event? What is, you know, we know the struggle. So what is one of like the kind of funner things that you look forward um, to? I love to be there when the client sees the finished product. So I always, um, I always try to be there or, <clears throat> I mean, I hope that they're there. Sometimes they have to set up way before they're there, but I love seeing their reaction to the finished product and I love when they're a lot of times they say like wow it's so much better than I thought or like it's so much bigger than I hoped it would be or um I like when we go above and beyond their expectations so that's my favorite it makes it worth it 
so let's say that I wanted to um you know book something with you like a photo you know like a backdrop or a you know some kind of um balloon design with you how does that process look as far as like a consultation um do you do i give you like ideas or a color theme and you kind of come up with it or how does that look what does that look like um we're really open so you can tell me exactly like some people send me a picture and say this is exactly what I want and so of course it's never going to be exactly what they are showing me um but we'll try to get you know as close to what they have in mind as possible um and then sometimes they just give us complete creative freedom um but I try to I try to sit with them as best as I can to pull out what they're envisioning because if they want something really elegant, we want to stay. I always say that we have to stay within the vibe that you're wanting. So if you want something super elegant, if you want something super modern or boho, we try to stay with what um, with what they're thinking. But um, you can just message us on Instagram and then we go from there. So we can chat on the phone or you can come into the shop for a consult, um, just whatever they're comfortable with. Okay, cool. Yeah, I see, like, I'm looking at the gallery on the website, and like you said, I could tell some people go very, it's, like, very, very elegant, and then some are just, like, very youthful and fun. Um, mm -hmm. So I see, like, there's one in particular I need to ask about, because I've been seeing this, a lot of, like, TikTokers do this, where there's, like, a number, and inside the number, there's, like, balloons inside of it. Mm -hmm. How the heck do y'all do that? Like, you don't have to give me any trade secrets, <laughs> but, like, is that difficult because like it looks like basically for people listening it looks kind of like a shell of a number and then mm -hmm. like a like a shallow shell and then like in, like inside of there it's filled with like balloons and I've seen that a lot with like I said like tiktokers or you know influencers they post like when they get whatever however many followers or whatever so uh -huh. is that difficult to do because I mean you're like literally you have a small space to work with to fill in yeah, they're completely handmade. So they start with just like um, a big poster board and we oh, wow. uh, tape down the template and we have to cut everything out with like, um, what do you call it? Like a razor, not a razor blade, but um, an X-Acto knife. And then we have to glue the whole thing together and then fill it with balloons and make sure that every little nook and cranny is filled. So it takes a long time. That is crazy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's not like super hard, but yeah, it takes a long time. And while we're just on the subject and stuff, what would you say, if you could remember, was one of your biggest or most challenging events like um, that you've had to to kind of uh, plan with balloons and stuff? And what would you say is one of the biggest ones that stands out to you? Um, hmm. The most challenging? I can't really think of it right off the top of my head. I feel like I would have to like look at my photos, <laughs> but it's sometimes it's difficult if you don't have um, hard attachments. Like if like there's something that we could tie off, tie onto like a light fixture, like something like that, or like poles. So those are um, what I call hard attachments. Like they're built in, so they're not going to come off. Um, when we have to uh, just use all of our own hooks, um, it kind of makes me nervous. I mean, we haven't had like too many, you know, or any really disasters really where like everything falls apart. But 
it's always, I mean, you never know, especially with the wind and the sun here in Corpus. So um, yeah, outside outdoor events are, are always pretty challenging because it's so hot and the balloons, the sun can pop the balloons. So we usually try to use a really high quality okay. and that, that usually prevents it. But sometimes there's really nothing we can do and the sun pops the balloons if it's like, you know, 110 degrees outside. Like in, August, in the middle of August, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I don't mean they, it doesn't pop like all the balloons, but we'll have like one or two pops. Uh, okay so then i i guess i wanted to ask you because you said that you're going on five years of being open um how did covid last year did the if it affected you how did it affect you at all like i know i've interviewed i've been around the podcast has been around for about a year now just over a year and um i've talked to a lot of people and they've had challenges and so uh, how did it affect you and your business and how did you kind of maneuver around it and kind of you're still standing it because a lot of people small businesses are not right um so we signed our lease in in um january of 2020 so right uh. before you know the shit hit the fan sorry if we can't cut. <laughs> yeah no it's fine it's fine <laughs> Um, so I was, I was very down in the dumps at the beginning. Um, I was very scared of COVID. I was scared of just everything, like the whole, the whole thing altogether just really, really scared me. And I was like, my mom, my mom and I had just formed our LLC. We had just became official business partners. So I was like, mom, what the heck are we going to do? Like, I don't know what to do. Um, but one of our, um, one of our clients, one of our best clients, um, Oakley Designs, she kind of, she really helped us. And she said, um, she was checking on us. Like she checks, like checking with all her vendors and she was asking us how we're doing. And I was just like telling her, you know, I'm really nervous. I don't know what we're going to do. And so she asked me to partner up with her. And we, well, she created this, um, like, a, what do you call it? Like a package. So everybody started wanting those outdoor balloons. Like, because yeah. people still wanted, you know, a way to celebrate or something to do. And people were doing those drive-by birthday parties and all of that. So um, she just said, look, let's put this together. It'll be a package. I'll design this. You design the balloons. And we just, you know, we just kind of went for it. And we got so busy like so 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 extremely busy all around corpus all around Porte, san antonio um just you know putting up balloons outside and she would um organize like a cake and um, a birthday sign and you know a few other things and we just we just kind of took off it really did hinder our um brick and mortar though because we didn't open our brick and mortar until december and okay. it was like four days before Christmas. So we just had like this shop basically for a year that wasn't open. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you were able to overcome that, especially signing a lease right before, like you said, it, you know, it, yes, it was very scary. <laughs> you know, it was, and it went by fast too. I remember hearing about it a little bit in January, then February came along. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, there's this thing happening. And then in March, I remember going to work and my boss coming home and my boss called me and I'm like that's weird because at the time she never called and she's like hey 
we're not opening tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to send a message message to all your employees. Everyone's shutting down. I need you to go close the store. I'm like, what's happening? Like, I felt like the world was ending. I really (laughs) didn't know what to expect too. And actually really early on, like March, March March-ish, whenever they, um, they like extended spring break for kids and said they were going to have an extra week at home. I really thought that it was going to be like over after that. Like I thought things were going to go back to normal after Easter or something. Yeah. And I remember hearing on the news, somebody saying like, things are going to be like this for the next two years. And I thought there's no way, but yeah, here we are. <laughs> I, you know, it's so funny is the same exact thing with me. I was like, okay, my boss was like, you know, y'all are going to take two weeks off. Um, we'll kind of evaluate then but you know plan to be back in two weeks and then two weeks come by and she's like guys we're gonna be closed until further notice and I think we were gone until like June or July so from March till June or July and I was like oh my god you know that was crazy yeah and then it's like you're you feel like you're on vacation for a little bit because you're at home and then it's like well I can't go anywhere like everything was closed yeah there's everything's closed and so it was wild and so yeah I kudos to you and your mom and your business partner for doing that because I do remember like driving by like through the neighborhood and like seeing I at the time I saw a lot of like doors that were decorated with balloons like for birthdays like Mm -hmm. that was like a big thing I think Um, yeah and so I was just wondering how you kind of overcame that and it seems that everyone I've talked to that was thankfully has been able to kind of overcome the pandemic what they did was reach out to a contact and partner with someone yes and we had to pivot so we had to pivot you know really quickly and I don't know if I would have been able to do it on my own but I'm really grateful to her for reaching out for uh, reaching out to us and and partnering with us so that's amazing a lot I love that I love uh collaborations I feel like that's Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times people feel like uh, this is my business and, um, you know, you're your business and we have to be enemies and, you know, or mm-hmm. there's not enough room for all of us, but there really is enough room. I mean, you know, I uh, really, I really do feel like there's enough room for everybody. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think, you know, everybody should just be nice to each other. Yeah, for there, sure. there are some there are some haters out there, but that's another story. Oh, girl, girl, I know we could we could talk offline. I believe me. In the podcasting right, we world, we have is, to stop the recording. <laughs> in the podcasting world, it is not all sunshine and rainbows over here. Believe me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, so, I guess one of my last questions is: Where, if like someone wanted to start up a business in general, what are a couple of tips or words of advice that you would give someone? A couple of things that they need to kind of be prepared for um get all your legal stuff in order <laughs> get your dba get um a business bank account get your dba get your llc get your tax id make sure you pay your taxes um and just just be ready for it because you're gonna have to work when other people are not working you're gonna have to stay up all night you're gonna have to um you're going to have to work really hard. So when they say that, you know, you work 80 hours for yourself, so you don't have to work 40 for somebody else, it's more like 120 hours <laughs> for yourself. But um, it's totally worth it. If you can, if you can break that barrier, and you can uh, get going, people are generally very receptive. Um, 
and like I kind of thought about opening a brick and mortar I would think like who's gonna come you know like would is anybody even gonna shop here or want to shop here but you don't need everybody in the city to support you you just need a few people and then that spreads and grows and um make connections um your connections are everything and be nice be nice there you go <laughs> be nice. Mm-hmm. so now's the time to kind of plug anything and everything you'd like so where can people find you your social media website physical address where can people find you so you can find us our website is poshandposy.com and then you can find us at posh and posy on facebook and instagram and our physical address is 4343 alameda so we're connected to all of the antique shops cool Awesome. Well, thank you three so much for being here again. I really appreciate your time. And for the listeners, wherever you are, wherever you're listening, please head out into your community, make a change and do something good. Have a great day. Thank you.